Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader, Tevin Pippen, Catherine Grant, Andy Brown Bernard, Cassie Schrader, Bill Duke. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you know, you, know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> that's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt that talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. <laughs> do -do -do -do. I heard this guy's a pretty good singer. That King Cole. If he keeps up at it, I think he'll make a career out of it. My mother adored Nat King Cole. She thought he was the greatest. He had a beautiful voice. He did, no doubt about it. Sad life, though. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Ladies and gentlemen, David McLean. How you doing, David? Tom, how are you, sir? I just want to do the. Warm enough up there? We are warm, David, but I want to do the entire interview as Jesse Ventura. Can I do that? 
I love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> and if I had a better voice and wasn't suffering from a cold, I could do the Dick the Bruiser or the Crusher for you. <laughs> I love it. I loved the Crusher when I was a kid. I got a thousand stitches in my head. I lost a gallon of blood. I'm pretty sure you didn't lose a gallon of blood there, Crusher. You'd be dead. <laughs> David, this is a, this is phenomenal. <laughs> WOW, Women of Wrestling, scheduled to wear, ladies and gentlemen, on Access TV. Now, that's Mark Cuban's channel, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mark Cuban, he's got Access TV, and he's putting on the first and only all-women's wrestling show in the entire country, heck, the world, on Friday night, January 18th, at 9 o'clock Eastern. And that's... Uh, what time there? Eight o'clock your time? Is that right? Yeah, Minnesota? that is correct, sir. It's eight you o'clock guys central. central. We're on central times, eight o'clock yes, central sir. time. Now, David, I have to tell you, I grew up lifting weights with professional wrestlers, and I'm lucky to still be alive. I will just point that out to you. Although I would say this. I love that. As a young man, David, we used to go to bars together, the Road Warriors, and once in a while Jesse Ventura would show up and and Nord and all these people. I mean, everybody, Nord the Barbarian, we'd go. And I didn't have to worry. If a fight broke out, I could just sit and watch. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it was amazing. It was, I, just saw, I just saw Hawk of the Road Warriors this last weekend. He was in Long Beach, California. You mean Animal? Man. Yeah, Hawk. You saw an Animal? Yeah, Hawk, animal. yeah Hawk is dead, unfortunately. Yeah. Hawk yeah. was the reason my wife knew that Hawk was dead is because she used to argue with him about uh, things, and he'd hit himself over the head with a sock full of pennies. It was unbelievable. <laughs> now, Hawk and my wife got along. We had along fun arguments. Long. You did have fun <laughs> arguments. There's no doubt about that. She was. She took off her panty liner. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I said. What, David, what do you think it is about professional wrestling? I mean, since I was a little, little boy going to my grandparents' house and watching uh, wrestling on Saturday night, 6 o'clock. I, I just loved it, and people do love it. What is it about wrestling? Is it just the, it's so far over the top yeah. that it's just extremely entertaining. Is that what it is? Uh, I think that is it when you sum it up. But if you look way back, I used to hear people, why does anyone like wrestling? Why are you in wrestling? And... Uh, how about the Greek theater from way back when? Yeah. The ancient Romans and the good versus the evil. I mean, it's been going on since the beginning of time, and professional wrestling just elevates that. It and, does. Um, it's colorful, it's bigger, it's grander. And I think vis-a-vis you know, all the personalities that you just mentioned are bigger than life, and people gravitate toward them and whether it's to boo them or cheer them or even love the bad guys um so maybe it suspends a bit of our our gloomy lives and uh you can get lost in the world of professional wrestling i think that is true that's exactly what it is because you would one thing that i used to absolutely love because again i i knew a lot of these guys later on in life and you know, you mentioned the Crusher and the Bruiser and Nick Bockwinkle and all these people like that. But what I loved is every one of them, if there was a dispute, something that happened in the ring, every time they talked to the announcer at that time was Marty O'Neill here. And then later on, it was Mean Gene Okerlund. But Mean Gene would go, yes. 
So what did you think about? Did you think that was legal, what he did to you in the ring? Well, let me just tell you, I'm on the phone with my lawyer, F. Lee Bailey. It was always F. Lee Bailey was their attorney. (laughs) I loved it. Absolutely loved that stuff. Way over the top. Now, Catherine, you have to tell Mr. McLean about your one experience as a journalist covering professional wrestling and what the woman in the stand said to you or said to her husband. Oh, that reminds me of the first time you hit me. That's <laughs> <laughs> what she said to her husband. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> and I was like, oh. That's a terrible, uh, terrible I don't know. What that's that's a head turner. <laughs> yeah. What? And she was all happy. She was all happy. She was like, <laughs> the first time you hit me. Yeah. They duped it out at home. Yeah. David, also, I will tell you this coming from North Minneapolis, where I lived, going on, took the Fremont Emerson bus down to Lake Street and then hop the uh, the uh, Selby Dale or Selby uh, Lake bus and go over to the St. Paul Auditorium, which is all the wrestling uh, shows were at the St. Paul Auditorium yeah. back in those days. I would get on that bus because I was going to Brown Institute and that would be one of the stops, you know, my, my broadcasting school. Every Saturday when I'd go down there, like because I was dating a, a young woman at that time by the school, fight, not fights, they were not fights, but wrestling matches would break out on the city bus. It was unbelievable. It wasn't like there were no, there's no anger. It was just they were showing each other the moves oh. that they could put on somebody. They'd be wrestling on the bus the whole way over there. It was unbelievable. Well, you know, New York gets the credit for the big, big, you know, explosion of wrestling sure. and the popularity of wrestling in the Madison Square Garden. But if you look back at professional wrestling, I'd say there are four primary cities for professional wrestling history. And, of course, New York with Madison Square Garden. But I would say the second is Minneapolis-St. Paul. Oh, yeah. With Vern Gagne's home. We are number two. And then I would move to St. Louis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, number two in St. Louis and then Chicago. Yep, and there's no doubt. you, you, You got the advantage of growing up in one of the hottest beds of professional wrestling. And we just. And I think it still is today. It is. You're absolutely right. It still is today. I I can remember being a little boy all the way until, you know, this year watching these. We were just talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> Which I thought was a great yeah. slogan. But now, WOW, Women of Wrestling, scheduled to air exclusively on Access TV starting January 18th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. So tell me about this. I I always thought it was a great idea uh, to get women in the ring. And, you know, a couple of them, it didn't work out too well. I was very, very sad, unfortunately, because it kind of, I don't know, maybe it was too early for him or something. But So tell me about WOW. You put this together. Now. Oh, I, I got to read a line to you. What? I'm assuming you didn't write your own bio, David, right? <laughs> I did not I did not write it. I know I must have reviewed it. I don't know if I wrote it. Okay, no. you ready? This is what it <laughs> says I, in your bio. Wrestling icon David McLean is the beloved producer. Okay, big shot. Beloved oh, producer. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Well, if they're, if they're a fan of women's wrestling, that would be true because it all started with Glow. Yeah, and right. And before that, it really started with a wrestler that actually wrestled in St. Paul 
wrestled at the uh, Civic Center there. Candy Divine. Oh, sure. Princess Jasmine, who was out of Chicago. <laughs> Phenomenal. And I was able to watch them wrestle for a Dick the Bruiser show. Oh. And I just thought the elevation of women's wrestling could happen. And as you just mentioned, Tom, with respects to it, maybe didn't work out for other wrestlers. A lot of pioneers of women's wrestling all the way back to the Bula era. Oh. And it's a culmination of all that that I think is going to happen on Friday night on the 18th on Access TV. It's going to be the best production, the best produced, the best women's wrestling talent out there. We're going to have a phenom. You know, there's only, The Rock was made. Jesse Ventura was made. Um, these personalities became the Undertaker personalities. But Phenomenal. if you look at Andre the Giant, when he walked into the ring in St. Paul, Andre the Giant was a phenom. There's going to be a phenom in professional wrestling again. No. The name is The Beast. And she will debut on Access TV that Friday night at 9 Eastern, 10 o'clock your time for your listeners, on Access. And she'll be stepping into that ring to make her mark in professional wrestling. And not since, you know, I think when Triple H came out with China, China everyone's yeah. jaws dropped. Oh, yeah. yep. And I think they said, holy smokes, look at this. I think that's going to happen again. And it doesn't happen often. So that's going to happen on Friday night, the 18th. And you're going to see the debut in our league of Tessa Blanchard. Everyone knows from wrestling the, the famed Blanchard family. Yep. Um, Tully Blanchard with the Four Horsemen. His daughter, Tessa, has been burning up the independent scene in professional wrestling. And she's currently the Impact Wrestling Champion and of their knockouts division. And she will be stepping into that ring in the WOW Squared Circle on the 18th on Access TV. So it's a big night of women's wrestling. I think it's a culmination of everything women have done for 40 years to make women's wrestling a name. And it's certainly everything I've done since I started GLOW to bring and elevate women's wrestling up. And um, a lot of credit goes to a lot of hands, including even Netflix's debut and distribution of GLOW. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. two, big, two big hands with five fingerprints on it on both sides and ten on one is Jeannie Buss. She owns the Los Angeles Lakers, right. and she's my partner and owns WOW. And then Mark Cuban, of course. And together you've got two NBA owners that are in professional wrestling and promoting women's professional wrestling. And so they want to see a platform for these athletes that have dedicated their lives to something that I think even today one may call an unusual occupation, women's professional wrestling. And Access TV is going to show, showcase it on Friday night, the 18th. It's going to be something special. But I tell you, David, with Bus and Cuban, couldn't you find any billionaires? <laughs> 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 well, I tell you, well, well, well. They're, they're, they're both passionate about it. That's the yeah, key. Yep. And, and, you know, I've wanted to put women's wrestling on the spotlight, and I've never – found the right partners to do it with and i've got two now because they're both passionate about it and that's very 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 important 
why did wrestling succeed so much in Minneapolis and some other cities that just didn't? It was passion. The community mm-hmm. had a passion for it. Vern Gagne had a passion. Uh, Jesse Ventura, he'll tell you he had a passion. Everyone that was there had a passion. Passion breeds passion. And I hope the fans are going to not only watch WOW on Access TV, but become passionate about it. I don't know why they wouldn't. If if you can't see the fun in watching professional wrestling, then I guess it's just not for you. Because I'm telling you, every Saturday night from the time I was a little boy, and I mean a tiny, like, five-year-old boy, to to uh, up to recently, when... When we were in our late teens, early 20s, get together and start, you know, pounding the beers and all the rest of it, every single Saturday, somebody come up behind you and put you in a headlock. It was unbelievable. They put you in the sleep, the Vern Gagne <laughs> sleeper. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's just fun. You knew you were going to have fun watching the AWA because it was just, it was very entertaining. The goofiest characters. Just really phenomenal athlete. People, I don't think, David, people understand the great athletes that most wrestlers are. They're tremendous athletes. Well, two things you just mentioned, Tom, without any briefing of mine at all. You mentioned two words, fun and then athletes. Before we started WOW, because WOW was on in syndication, and then I just couldn't sustain it after 9-11, the ad market, as you know, being in media. Just, just took a tremendous hit. Subsequently, when we brought it back, my partner Jeannie Buss said, let's find out what the wrestling fans want. Let's not just put yep. it on television. We could have put women's wrestling on TV in 16 seconds. We spent over two and a half years developing our platforms, our social media, but more importantly, we went out into the marketplace and met with wrestling fans. We went to different homes and met with them, literally walked into the house, sat on the, on the chairs, and showed them some wow episodes we had cut in Vegas. And two words resonated from city to city, state to state. The fans wanted the fun, F-U-N, back into wrestling. Yep. And they wanted to see the women presented as athletes. And subsequently, we always did that. If you go back onto YouTube and look at WOW's shows from years ago, the women have always been presented as athletes and as showcase. There isn't any pillow matches, lingerie matches, etc. And the... Everyone else that's caught up with the evolution of this, we've never had an evolution or revolution. We've had a one-set mind and a goal to showcase the women athletes. And subsequently, you nailed the two words just by accident in speaking today that resonated across the country, and that being fun and athletes. It wasn't an accident. Effley Bailey told me I'm a genius. <laughs> <laughs> David, you're the best. David McLean, ladies and gentlemen, WOW Women of Wrestling. It's on Access TV starting January 18th at 8 o'clock Central Time. David, phenomenal subject. We need to talk again. I love talking wrestling. Thank you, sir. Oh, Tom, I've, I've enjoyed it, and everyone should leave, your, leave today at the end of the day and say, wow, wow, <laughs> women of wrestling. Thanks, David.
We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. Thank you, Tom. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Pretzel. Oh, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Toots would be happy. Toots loved Elvis. She would go wild that you're playing Elvis. She wasn't Elvis uh, mortified at his pelvis. <laughs> no. The pelvis. You know, he's not a bad dancer. <laughs> okay, Mom, whatever you say. Yeah, she just absolutely loved him because he was a poor kid who made good, and she thought that yeah. was terrific. She thought it was wonderful. Would only be 84 years old three weeks from today. Dude, That's so sad. Well, yeah. I know. It seems like he's been dead since 77. Well, right? how old was he? Okay, so I'm 42. not that fast on math. If he, was four, he was only 42? He was only 42 when he died. And he looked yeah. a lot he sure did. older. A kind of a weight problem, man. Yeah, he's sort of, he was sort of a wreck there <laughs> yeah. that last five, A peanut butter years. and a nana sandwich going to get me through the night. I think he looked best when he did that one. Was it? Was it NBC or CBS? It, I think it was NBC. They did the special, special from Hawaii. Not the well, the one where he's on stage in like the leather suit. Was it in like '68 or something? Yeah, was it '68? I think that's exactly right because the Beatles had broken a couple. Oh, of years he earlier. looked gorgeous there. And his jet black hair, his she jet black like leather. Yeah. You are so Whatever. lucky you weren't in here for the last minute. That was the wow. best. That's my image of Elvis that I will keep. He's raving about Elvis yeah. and how gorgeous he this is. This is what he looked we like. We figured out what your Halloween time. costume yeah. is about to that's, be next year. That's yeah. the good looking Elvis right there. I know. Sorry, you're stuck with fat, bald Elvis if he'd have been alive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If he's still alive. Well, baby, go make me a banana and, and peanut butter sandwich, right? <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, an amazing, amazing senior. Moment. Mm. Ran out to go to hit the restroom. 
Right next to it is a doorway to the stairwell. I threw open the doorway to the stairwell, stood there, and I thought, where was I going? <laughs> totally I lost hate wow. that. One of those just moments. just pee on the stairwell. I, right? no, I, I forgot I was even going to pee. This? I just threw open yeah. the door and was in a place I didn't know. And I'm like, well, that'll happen. I didn't bring my phone. I couldn't call my wife for help. I don't know what was about to happen. That's just a, I do hate that, though, as time goes by. Why did I come in here? <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, God. I have those moments. <laughs> Dude, it's, oh, God. I, why did I come in here? Why yes. did I marry him? Why? No, that's, no, that's <laughs> her. I've been doing that since I was 10, though. Well, okay. Why did I marry why him? Why am I in the kitchen? Oh. I know. Yeah. I'm like, what What was I doing yeah. in, What was I doing in here? I. They actually found that there's a psychological effect between going through doorways. Doorways, yeah. Yeah, so there is. You yeah. have to think yeah. about it before you go through the doorway to lock it in. Okay. And Because once you go into, you, you broach that doorway, you... Your mind resets. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's a very strange phenomenon. It really Portal. is. It yeah. really is. And is it true that you you literally fill up the files and you have to slough off information in order in order to learn or retain anything? We don't know enough so don't about know for sure. sleep to say anything concrete. I feel it's true. It's, it seems like it makes sense. It does make sense that it, you know there's a database. And once that gets full, where yeah. does everything else go? Pretty much. You know, that's what I tell my kids. I go, oh, I can't take any more information. I'm going to lose something important. <laughs> that's exactly it, too. I lost something important. I don't know what to tell you. But, uh, what, but, but, but supposedly we don't use what percentage of our brain? Like 40% right. or something? That's a ridiculous it, argument. Yeah, I was saying, if we are, like, if you do need to get rid of files, I'd love to get rid of, like, the song lyrics from, like, 1994 that yeah, I imagine, can't forget. Imagine yeah. how yeah. much money would get. Me I can sing that song word gonna, for word, no. but I can't remember somebody's yeah. name I met yesterday. Right. Imagine right. how much humanity could accomplish if we could choose what things to forget and replace with, like, you know. Useful information. Things that actually matter, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would probably be rather dangerous if you could slough off all remembrance. Well, that's why uh, Einstein had the same outfit in his closet and refused to memorize people's right. numbers. He goes, if I can look it up, why do I need to memorize yeah. it? Right. I'm going to keep my mind that. free. So right, he did, it's true. He had similar outfits, and they were put on a hanger, and he went in and took Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if I remember the story correctly. They were already ready for him, so he had to put no extra thought into superfluous things that meant nothing. Mm-hmm. They were just ready. So this was his outfit today. End of story. He could just think big right. thoughts all yeah. day long. He just forgot his comb every day. That's yeah. all he forgot. <laughs> and he forgot to not be it an asshole. It seems there's yeah. something I forgot to do. I suppose something that hair. He was not the nicest guy. No? God, if we, we played Dana Carvey, the uh, the gentle German sayings or what uh, it was something. That's not the title, but Dana Carvey did a bit on uh I don't know if it was kind German phrases or gentle German phrases. <laughs> it's hilarious. You look lovely today! <laughs> <laughs> Everything just yelled out. Well, uh, Carby Show would like to present Germans who say nice things. There it is. <laughs> Our friendship is very important to me! <laughs> Let's all pile into the minivan and go get some frozen yogurt! <laughs> Carell. It sounds. It is yeah. Steve Carell. It oh, is Steve it? Carell. Yeah, it's like really show, yeah. early Steve uh, Carell. Yeah. <laughs> he 
Those are kind and gentle <laughs> phrases. The least sexy dialogue yeah. you can possibly it's Oh, it's true. My mother was German, but still it is the ugliest language. <laughs> like, really? That's your language, huh? I don't know. I, I'm As glad a German, you're I'm offended. Me too. Well, I'm what? Get in line. What am I, like a third? <laughs> yeah, you're German too, aren't you? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Well, what's your mother's, your mother's uh, uh, Amish. Amish? Yeah, that's which Dutch. Is Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Dutch. Close Similar. enough. Fairly close. close. Yeah. We'll is your mother that. really pretty? <laughs> is your mother fold. really pretty? Yeah, my mother's gorgeous. No, but seriously. Say something mean about my mom. What? Say something mean, Tom. I'm not saying anything mean. Oh. I'm just telling you. Have you ever flown KLM? Hey, man, I'm moving back. <laughs> Have you ever flown <laughs> KLM? Uh, I've not, no. Dutch women are gorgeous, man. They yeah. Remember that? We yeah. get on, they're like 6'4". Well, they got blonde hair and blue eyes. They're just beautiful women. So what happened to you? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, I'm not going after, after my you, da- not your after mother. my dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dad's fault. That's nice. No, it's, uh, well, eh, Dutch is kind of close to German, but they don't yell as much as Germans. No. Germans love it's to yell. It's not a pretty language either. No. Dutch is not. No. Flemmy. It's one of the Flemmy languages. Flemmy. I love that. Kevin looks at me and say something about my mother. Go ahead. Say something mean about my mother. Yeah, that's that's. Tom's got the same thing going on. I do. Oh God! If anybody ever said anything about my mother, you better you better the, hold on to both sides of your head. I'll it tell used you to be that. the whole family. Now he doesn't really care about them. Right. Yeah. That's kids not true. Are, <laughs> the kids are grown. They can take care of themselves. You know how many uh, how many battles I get in over my family. Mm-hmm. You know your brother. Don't say another word. I'm just telling you. Do not say one more word. And then they'd say another word, and then this red look Lights would out. come out. <laughs> <laughs> And then it was, yes. Then it was light. Yeah, I don't know. why. I, I just was very protective. Well, I still am very protective of people I know. Yes. It's not healthy. It's all I know. It's not very healthy. But in any case, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we should look at probably, I should get off my ass and get some headlines up here because. <laughs> Maybe. We got Kostaki coming up in three minutes. I just want to see yeah, if there are any we're stories. We're both we... winners, chicken dinners. What? I still, uh, well, you know, we'll, we'll wait for Kostaki oh. because, honest to God, that was four different football games. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. And at the end of the day, it was the Dolphins we beat, so it's not like anybody should be excited about <laughs> well, the future of the team. Hey, yes, it should, because that was the first <laughs> game with a winning record that we've beat. The first team. Yeah, yeah, keep sure. drilling that no, in. You're right. Although when it's one game over 500, I don't know that I feel so yeah. great about that, but you're right. Hey, but baby steps. Right, yeah. Baby steps. And didn't they just beat the Patriots? That is true. So mm. technically we should be Super Bowl champions if we Bam. connect <laughs> all well, the dots. Like like Chicago took, apo- took apart the Rams last week. And I know it's like, Dave, it was very close. But that's taking apart a team that was 11-1. and one. Right. I said the, the Bears just exposed the Rams. And this is going to be tough going forward if these teams are paying attention. And what happens yesterday? They get beat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because now we see the, the chink in the armor. And I think the Rams are going to – they're still in there. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's not a racial swing. Oh, yes, it is. Way, way to go. go. Was, was it the New York Times when back when Jeremy Lin burst on the scene? He they put he That's had a bad right. game and they were like oh he has a chink in the armor and it's an Asian guy that they were talking about and they got absolutely <laughs> blasted yeah. not good yeah well that was in one of the uh, God what movie was that in there was actually an Asian guy in armor and they co- they referred to him as the chink in the armor <laughs> <laughs> this was about you Can't know you just change it to kink yeah kink would be good yeah. something. <laughs> 
Where did chink come from? A China chink. Where does chink even come from? I don't know. I don't even know these phrases for people. Where does that even come from? Probably C-H-I-N-C or C-H or something like that was probably a military abbreviation or something. That's probably true. Right? Yep. Well, like like I said, you know, the word that I always call Tevin, that was just an Irish mispronunciation of the word Negro. It was. That's where it came from. Bart L. says, football is like old people having sex. A few seconds of action followed by long, boring breaks where they try to recover. <laughs> well, it's hard to... What, Pretty what's on, the, on what, spot. Yeah. It isn't a three, like a three-and-a-half-hour game. There's actually, what, about 45 minutes oh, of action? Yeah. No, no not, not even that. It's, it's not even that. Each play is like average of seven well, seconds true. long, that's and then you true. have... The play forty-five second well, play wasn't clock. There, in between. Wasn't there some place that was doing it where you could watch the entire football game afterwards and they pared it down to the twenty-minute yeah. deal? Remember yeah, that? NFL Network used to do oh, that, that. Where it was like they took minutes? out they took out essentially everything in between and all like special teams plays that weren't yeah important. commentary. All you saw was the action plays, and you okay. could watch the entire game start to finish in twenty minutes. I'm glad this came up because I've noticed something, and I'm I might be the only one. The announcers now are horrendous. Oh, ESPN has terrible. Terrible. Al Michaels is the only guy I can tolerate. Yeah, I, I want to punch Chris Collingsworth in the throat every time I hear that <laughs> jackass talk. I'm telling Michelle. <laughs> no, but I tell you, seriously, that, that Tony Romo's not Joe bad. Buck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Joe oh, Buck. Oh, I can't stand him. Well, what's up him. with their suits? They have like so many patterns going on. <laughs> Remember when Dan Gerdorf was doing it? Yeah. Dan Deardorff, then he became an owner of the Lions, yeah, I think, and he had to step down. Yeah. But he used to drive me crazy, too. Deardorff. But Giffords, um, Al Michaels, those guys have... Howard been, was phenomenal. Yeah, Howard was good, too. He what do you think, Kostaki? Oh, no, a Greek, a Greek <laughs> I, guy. I think Tony Romo was underrated as a football player, and he's even better as an announcer. That's yeah. what I think. Really? He's great. Oh, yeah, he's, got he's, a, he's got a boyish enthusiasm. He knows what he's talking That's about. True. He brings us one step inside the game, you know, more than the other guys do. I got um, About I, what's about to happen and what the quarterback's thinking and everything. I think he's great. Okay, I have a question, and you'll have to answer for this because you're from the East Coast. Who convinced the Albert family to talk like that? Seriously, Marv Albert and Kenny Albert? Well, let me just point something out to you. Who talks like that? How many Alberts? There's like six of them, There's isn't like there? Six like Kenny yeah. and Marv and Fat. Pat Fat Albert. And, yeah, that's yeah, true. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Yeah, I, I just, I like it, like you said, you know, the back of the day of uh, Dandy Don and Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford, they just did the game. They, it sounded like they were having a ball watching a game. And now it's just like, well, let me just tell you, if he'd have curled around the... It's like, yeah, Although okay. I love listening to Al Michaels trying to process what Dennis yeah. uh, uh, Dennis Miller was saying in the booth when that Dennis Miller... That was phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not sure what that meant, but let's go back to the game. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Miller. weird references. God, I tell you what. That was he, a terrible match. <laughs> it was. But I tell you what, though, Dennis Miller, I just watched his brand-new stand-up special. And Dennis and I have never gotten along, ever. But he is a brilliant stand-up comedian, I tell you that. He's amazing. Oh, Although, for sure. Is the, is. the new one's good? It holds up? I it's see it. really good. It's really, really good. I enjoyed it immensely. Oh, cool. He goes after everybody, in it, which is really good. When Dennis goes after somebody, they, he goes after him pretty hard. No question, but yeah, no kidding. He should have never been on Monday Night Football. That was a huge mistake. Well, the, the oblique the angle, at which, yeah, 
Yeah, right. The quintessential Dennis Miller joke was, I think it was about Newt Gingrich. He said he's so homophobic, he thinks global warming was caused by the AIDS quilt. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's a brilliant joke right there. That's, that's a great joke, right? <laughs> he made a comment in his latest special. He makes this comment, and it's pretty funny, but it's, you know, over-the-top humor. But he he puts his left arm way back behind himself and he goes, I pulled an oblique reaching for that joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. We saw him once at the Kravis Center and there were like 5,000 people. He was phenomenal. And one guy started heckling him. Don't heckle him. Oh, that. boy. You're not going to win that one, no. pal. I'm sorry. And he just went, I'm sorry, sir. I'm just uh, totally incapable of human interaction. <laughs> Do you remember that show, Andy? Dennis Miller at the Gravis Center? Yes. God, yes, he was I do. Good. All right. So we've schmoozed now. We've warmed up Kostaki because he's got an entire oh, segment nice. coming up. It. You know, absolutely. It's not a, not a problem at all. We are going to talk quite a bit, I would imagine, about the four different football games that the Vikings played yesterday. One per quarter was a completely different football game, but... You know, all the stuff that's happening. We're down to the last two weeks. Kostaki Economopolis right back after this to talk about the final two weeks of the NFL season. Well, at least the regular season. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, God, she's going to go on and on about Elvis again now. We need a chipmunk song. That's what I'm waiting for. Christmas time is here. Sorry, Dave. Oh, God, Fawn loves the chipmunk. Yes, she does. Chipmunk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL genius that is, Kostaki Economopoulos. <laughs> what? What's up, guys? What are you laughing about, Your team won. Your team won. Our team did win. Uh, ooh, Vikings time. Dolphins. Are you going to be in Louisville next month? I am. Joe... Our buddy Joe from Louisville got his Kostaki tickets for next month. He's already holding them. 
So oh, we, really? That's yep, great. They're coming to see you because he loves you on this show. That's why. Oh, that's cool. You, you got you got a you got a big reach reach there, uh, Tom Bernard. Well, not right now that's because nice. my nutsack is too big, but. <laughs> I just had double hernia surgery. What? Wait, what? No, don't ask. Don't ask, please. What? Just pretend it didn't wait. happen, yep. Kostaki. No, I'm, I'm here having a nice, having a nice day, Tom. Why, why you gotta? <laughs> Not anymore. No. It, no. All right. Let's uh, let, yeah, let's move on. I'm gonna be quiet let's, now. Go ahead, let's, sir. Let's seg- let's segue to Vikings Dolphins. It was a great. It was the first offensive coordinator's uh, game. Forty-one points. The team won handily. It was good. Purple, gold, teal, and orange. That game looked like an '80s prom dress. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> and like that dress, it was on much longer than I had hoped. All right. Oh, um, really? Wow. Catherine, are you offended? <laughs> Cassie, are you offended by this? No. It's just horrible. <laughs> she says no. It takes a it's lot horrible. to offend me. It's just. Horrible. Uh, Ziggy, Ziggy Wolf. Ziggy says he's happy with uh, Mike Zimmer. Cool, but can you trust a guy's taste when he lets people call him Ziggy? That's wow. quite a name for a grown-up. Ziggy. <laughs> uh, That's a good point. Tannehill. Tannehill took nine sacks. Just about every member of the defense got a sack. I haven't seen a Vikings group effort like this since the Love Boat scandal. Am I right, everybody? Oh, man. Oh, it's been a boat. while. Wow. It has. I'm surprised Dad didn't say, speaking of sacks. I know, I was waiting for that. He does like to talk about it. Speaking of sacks, there it is. I jumped in in the last possible moment. And Vikings kicker Dan Bailey made all his kicks. I don't even have a joke for that. It's just important to note when it happens. It's very exciting. (laughs) Laugh it up, pal. It's like if Haley's Comet showed up on Leap Day or something. That's that's a good moment. (laughs) Well, it's true. It's very, very true. Uh, All right. My my favorite team is not good. Uh, Atlanta is officially off the road to Atlanta. They they had a chance at the first draft pick next year, but they won, and so now they're out of the race. We can't even win at losing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The Falcons had a... The Falcons had a must-lose game and blew it. (laughs) Uh, Atlanta versus Arizona, the Dirty Birds versus the Early Bird Specials, everybody. <laughs> Let me guess it. I like it. A, a terrible red and black team with a bird logo, one for no reason. All right, excellent. Uh, <laughs> the Falcons and Cards have eight wins between them, which would be a disappointing season for one team. Uh, the, Car- the Cardinals oh. in the Catholic Church are having a better season than the Oh, Arizona now Cardinals. wait a minute. <laughs> Greek Orthodox. <laughs> Don't be going after my mother's religion, Pally. Actually, you can do, you can do it all you you're want. Not, I don't care. You're, you're not claiming it as your own. It's your mother's religion. Well, I, I did grow up Roman Catholic. It's very, very true. I grew up Greek Orthodox. I was a. I did the whole thing. I was baptized and uh, yeah. altar boy. You had and, better hats. You know. We had better hats. <laughs> you did. Right. You had great hats. <laughs> How could you the, – the Pope's hat, I mean, how do you, well, how do you compete with that? <laughs> well, that's, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Dennis Miller who put this image in my head, that it's, a, it's like upside-down fence post digger, right? <laughs> it is. Yes, it that, is. It's that crazy shape. Um, yeah, the Cardinals are not good. They're so bad, their general manager was named an honorary Raider this week. So oh, I think that's God. Oh, God. They're so bad. They got a they got a cameo in Creed 2 as a punching bag. That's not a good team right now. 
Do you think the Falcons beat them badly? Oh, they did. It's true. Take it. Forty points, right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Falcons are a lot like George H.W., dead for a long time before the official burial. Oh, that's Ooh. nice. That's cold. <laughs> <laughs> too edgy. That's a guy, guy's been dead for two hours. Too soon. Listen, I'm not judging. Send like that it. email right to Kostaki at anti-American.com. Uh, yeah, anti-American. Yes, right. No, no, I'm not anti. I'm just saying it was, you know, it's a strange thing we do with our leaders. <laughs> it is. It's true. Uh, my new second favorite team, whoever is playing the Patriots, is on a roll, baby. They won two in a row. This is great. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had cracked ribs and beat Tom Brady, a guy who hasn't had ribs in 20 years. Damn, <laughs> what a loser. Yeah, he's got nothing going for him. <laughs> right. But look at Big Ben. He, he looks like an affront to Tom Brady's health regime, right? He looks like he flosses his teeth with pepperoni pizza and drinks beer out of his own helmet. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I can only assume Rothless means double cheese and bacon with extra mayo. I'll have get the Rothless, Rothless burger, burger. I get it. <laughs> All right. Here's another edgy one. Shall we skip or shall we do? No. Let's do it. They say the Steelers are flawed but can beat anyone. Is that a compliment? Flawed but can beat anyone? Like Ike Turner? Is that a good thing? Oh, man. Now you're talking. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and my third favorite team, the Browns are still alive. That's how low the bar oh is for the God. teams I root it's for. They're still alive. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I'm happy about <laughs> They're, usually the Browns are mathematically eliminated before you have time to turn on your calculator. So this is a nice change of pace. That's true. You have a calculator? It's nice to see something good. <laughs> That's great. I actually thought that when I was scribbling that joke. I was like, well, I don't want to say phone. and the th- It's too – you're right, though. No, I do not have a calculator. You know, by, co- by coincidence, Kostaki, over. one of Dennis Miller's jokes yeah. was – yeah, the P, the kids these days, it's a different story. It's a different world for them. I made a mistake yesterday. I walked up to my son and said, hey, do you have a pen? And he goes, what's a pen? Because <laughs> they never write anything anymore. No. It just doesn't same, Yeah. Same premise, right? Newspapers are gone, too. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a real yeah, shame the Browns, for me. I can't believe the Browns are good. The last time the Browns were on fire, Josh Gordon's joint accidentally lit the alcohol on Johnny Menzel's breath. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, there's a guy disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears won the NFC North. I think I think this is proof of climate change. Usually, Bears hibernate during the playoffs. Oh God, here we. Okay, Brian Miller again. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Bears. No, I wrote that joke years ago. I oh. recycled it every once in a while. Oh, there. I knew I'd heard it before that. somewhere. <laughs> um, Bears left tackle Charles Leno Jr. proposed to his girlfriend after the game. It's the first ring Bears fans have celebrated since 1985. Oh, <laughs> he, uh, that's true. Did you hear what he said? He went said? down on one knee, and the president sent an angry tweet immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke, man. Did you see? Did you hear what he said to her? No. Uh, I saw one of the clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is her name? She had a crazy looking outfit on, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she did. Is her name like <laughs> Arletta? It's kind of. Is her name Arletta? Is that what it is? I missed that. Uh, even know. if it, uh, let's just say it is Arletta. He said her name is. Let's. 
They all just call her his girlfriend. Oh. Maybe we don't know. I think her, no, he did say her name, but he said this. He said, oh, I would like to ask. Jennifer. Oh, it's Jennifer? Arletta, Jennifer, Close. you know. Whatever the hell it is. Jennifer. Tomato, tomato. So he says, he says, I would like to ask you, Charles Leno, I mean, Jennifer Leno Jr. Right. It's he like, did He did stumble and say his own really? name. He said his own name uh, when he was proposing. Nervous. But yeah. here's the best part. Your Charles Leno Jr., she would not be Jennifer Leno Jr., the junior's not your last name. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You never can tell nowadays. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, true. that's true. Wait, wasn't there just somebody last week who was being named like John Archbishop yeah. Duke? Yeah. That was the squire. That was squire. Squire, squire. squire Sebastian Senator. Yeah. So maybe junior they're just putting in as a <laughs> part of the true. name now. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. Usually when a Leno goes down on one knee, he's praying to get another shot at late-night television. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. All right, quick quiz. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, Nick Mullins, Josh Johnson. NFL quarterbacks or current members of the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? I know. Josh Johnson, who played for the Reds. He was picked up two weeks ago. This is, he said this to the press. He literally learned his teammates' names by playing Madden. Uh, oh, and they learned his name by Googling him like the rest of us. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Never heard awesome. of Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Uh, Zeke Elliott said the Cowboys' loss was embarrassing. Think how bad you got to screw up to embarrass a guy who wears a half shirt everywhere he goes. That's, that's true. Uh, that's, yep. that's embarrassing. God, shut this out. This is the most embarrassing thing for, for Cowboys since this, this side of line dancing. How did they get talked into that? That's the yeah. least cowboy-looking thing in the world. Urban Cowboy, right? Isn't that, wasn't that featured in Urban Cowboy? Is the that where it came dancing? from? Well, I don't think it's where it came from, but they featured it in the movie. I just thought it was for people, uh, for, for the square dancers that couldn't do the geometric poses yeah. as yeah. easily. They could just stand in a line and do right. it. Just kick back and forth. That's true. <laughs> line dancing is descended. Square dancing was too complicated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Apparently it's descended from Clogging. disco. Disco, sure. yeah. yeah. They, everybody used to stand oh, yeah. in the line. Apparently, it's like a, it's a new thing. Hustle. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, God, the hustle. I forgot about that one. Huh. My wife forgot about that. You know, <laughs> forgot about disco that happened eight years before she was born. Yeah, there was still disco I forgot around when about I was it. Born. Honey, there was not disco yes. when you were born. Yes, people there was. played that in their as their wedding march. You know, what yeah. the hustle? The hustle. Did yeah. they hustle down the aisle? <laughs> they played the hustle when they came, went down the aisle. It was well, unbelievable. There's about 9 million YouTube videos of people. What was that song Making like 15 like years ago? They played oh, yeah, yeah. the yeah. chicken dance. Yeah, and they're going to look back at that and say, why did we ruin our wedding like that? Well, we do you actually go back and watch their <laughs> wedding videos? Oh, yeah. Tons of people do. This will this will tell you how in touch even musicians are with their music and how they don't know what they're singing. We were on the KQ uh, 80s cruise last year when we got engaged. Yeah. And the band goes, What? Somebody got engaged? And they come out now, we're going to dedicate this song to the couple. We start dancing. They start singing Loving, Touching, and Feeling by Journey, which is all about cheating on your spouse. Right. You know, it's all about being in the arms of another That's... person. I'm like, Well, honey, this is our oh. song. It's true. You just have to re change the lyrics to be more uh, appropriate. Yeah. Oh yeah, like and then it. we dance. We at his daughter's wedding, we danced to a father-daughter song. Oh, oh. <laughs> but when you have those opportunities to dance, you just take it. Catherine, remember our wedding dance? 
the twins? No, song? that was you coming down the aisle. No. But our wedding dance, remember we danced to our very first... Godfather. You got it, the theme from The Godfather. That's the kind of rhythm I have. Did you? <laughs> right there. La, 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 la. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kostaki's being silent. He doesn't want anything to do with this. No, I was just I, It's funny that you picked a song that sort of makes the listener think of death in Italy. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of how, Kath, it's how Catherine like, felt. Yeah. It's, it's like a living death for her. And it has been ever since. It's all death. No comment. <laughs> oh, no comment. Better than the theme from nah. Deliverance, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Squeal like a pig. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be just wonderful. I sure like your mouth, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. Moving on again. <laughs> Moving on yet again. God. Nice football report. This uh, what the hell Let's happened? go back yeah, to right? sack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 got an open face pastrami sandwich I can't eat now. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys. That was that for a segue. Yeah, I like uh, The Cowboys this week, they're, uh, that one star, not just the logo, also a rating. They did not, they did not play well. Oh, they called to beat the Cowboys. I love it when the horses win the rodeo. That's a good, that's a good setup. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. In rodeos, I always root for the non-humans, right? Horses, bulls, calves, grease pigs, clowns, whatever. <laughs> not a human being. The non-human clown. <laughs> I actually think of, I root for non-humans in all animal-human competitions, hunting, fishing, corporate farming, animal research, lion taming, racing a cheetah, right? When a guy jumps into a gorilla area at the zoo. Right? I'm always brilliant. rooting for the animal. <laughs> Right, He's teasing an alligator, all of those things. Uh, both the Cowboys and Giants got shut out this week. Uh, I haven't seen this many zeros in one place since the late show in Fort Wayne the other day. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody here well, knows what you're even when, talking about other than me. Nope. <laughs> when, when four 40-something-year-old women leave the show and flip you off, you know, it sticks in your craw a little. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not good. Sorry about that. No, it's not good. Yeah, that happens. That happens at a rate of about once every three years. Well, that's but, good. Uh, that's it's good. with you for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, the Giants offense, also known as coffee break for the pylon cam guy. Like, you're not going to be, you know, take a break. Never heard during a Giants broadcast, let's check the pylon cam on that Eli Manning run. No, no one's ever said that. Ever. No, not happening. Uh, Oakland filed an antitrust lawsuit against the Raiders. Oh, that's right. Wait, why would you trust the Raiders in the first place? You've seen them play. They're named the Raiders, and they have a pirate logo. What, what are you doing? Well, plus you invited um, them back also, after they moved to L.A. They invited them back to Oakland. What are you bitching about now? Right, and they have a year-to-year lease, and they're mm-hmm. mad about, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting construct. Also just announced this week, the 2020 NFL Draft will be in Las Vegas. Oh, which makes sense for most general managers. The draft is a crapshoot. They don't know what they're doing anyway. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and next year, the NFL Draft will be in Nashville. Finally, a place where Roger Goodell won't be the whitest dude in the room. <laughs> so that's good news. <laughs> Finally. Pretty much true. <laughs> 
Nashville's Music City, so when they boo Goodell, it'll be in tune. You know, that's, that's True. nice. True. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I should have closed on the one two two jokes ago. I should have I should have took it and run. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Maybe I'll close on a different joke. All right, this one's a stretch. This one, this one, this one might strain my oblique. All right, here we go. The uh, the Bills ran out of running backs. All four of their running backs were injured at the same time. They have a longer pup list than Cruella Deville. Good night, everybody. That's a long pup list. Kostaki Economopolis. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Get your tickets now to the Kostaki Show. Kostaki Show in Iowa. The pup list. Is it just me or is he funnier when they lose? (laughs) Kostaki, Merry Christmas to you, pal. Another great year. Hey, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you guys. Happy New Year. I'll talk to you in January, right? Yes. We're uh, we're going to the other side of the – okay. Indeed. Absolutely. Safe travels, guys. Thank you, you, sir. Go Vikings. And my fourth favorite team. With you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. All right. Speaking of that, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> oh yeah.